Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we will try to refine our view of where to find growth at a time of economic deceleration and decline, namely in what I will term comfort stocks. We'll get to this in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. Everybody's an epidemiologist these days. I've seen coronavirus commentary now from every asset management firm I can think of, including one that was honest enough to say their 2020 outlook was mistaken. Ironically, they may not have been wrong. We just don't know. But amidst the investment world's current coronavirus obsession, I found one intriguing story. This from the Wall Street Journal, which reported that Domino's Pizza, the JM Smucker Company, and the Clorox company have rallied in the massive sell-off this week. In contrast, stocks of dining-out type companies fared especially poorly. In short, investors were betting that consumers will be stocking up on peanut butter, ordering in pizza, and will be staying in and doing more laundry rather than going out. I think this article was onto something, though I'm unsure of the timing, and I believe the execution could be improved, as I will explain. First timing. The rally in treasuries and the fallen stocks reflect what appears to be an already established deceleration in economic activity. But mind you, deceleration does not assure us of a recession, and these markets certainly do not predict a pandemic. The jury is out on those two questions. If the problem ends up being contained, stocks will probably rebound, maybe even strongly. So while the run on peanut butter stocks is interesting, it could be premature. Premature is not necessarily bad, by the way. Now to execution. I suspect investors can do even better than take out pizza and bleach by refining the theory a bit. I am no expert in these things, but as I see it, investors were, correctly, clamoring for consumer staples based on the market history-validated idea that when the economy contracts, people suppress their normal economic activity, cut out luxuries, but continue buying the basics that every household needs, food and toiletries and the like. I think this is true, but such defensive plays are generally more about hedging one's position or not losing a whole lot. The Clorox company does not substitute for FANG stocks during recessions. But what if we were to tweak the formula, accenting the more robustly selling products and services of the staples market? I mean, unit sales of bleach are not going to suddenly explode. They'll hold steady. But what would actually spike upward? My guess, based loosely on research I've seen here and there, but mainly on just thinking about it, is that what has been termed sin stocks will do better still. 
If you look at these stocks, the ones that socially responsible funds like to screen against, they're mainly, not completely, but mainly consumer staples, just ones that are identified by some folks as vice. Foremost on the vice list are alcohol, tobacco, gambling, weapons, and fossil fuels companies. With the exception of gambling, which actually falls during recessions as people see this as a leisure activity, and fossil fuels, which decline as people conserve energy, I think the others do or might do well. Let's start with alcohol and tobacco. I've seen evidence that they do better than the other consumer staples. I myself hardly drink and have never smoked a cigarette in my life, so please don't construe any of this as recommendations or moral guidance. If I consumed as much as a six-pack in a year, I'd be surprised. And if I were trying to be extra careful about expenditures, I'd have no problem cutting it out entirely. But I don't think it takes much imaginative penetration to see that for many people, these are not vices but a sort of cheap comfort. With all of the evidence that tobacco use is bad for your health, why would people smoke? There's a lot of talk about addiction, but I'm guessing that people get a sense of relief from smoking. Probably a lot of people would cut it out for health reasons if they really wanted to, but what they want even more is to make themselves feel good for a few minutes in the short term, shunting aside long-term concerns. Ditto for a beer. Let me add one more category here that seems relevant, though it's not classified as a sin stock. Dating sites. I saw some research from Tyro Partners that sees a lot of potential in this space. The hedge fund is invested in Match Group, a $19 billion market cap online dating firm. I checked, and the stock did not rally this week. It actually dropped about 15%, so the market does not perceive this as a staple. But according to the theory I've been expounding here, I think this is the sort of company that would do well in hard times because even in a recession, people want companionship. And in our times, online dating sites is how people find each other and form these relationships. The remaining sin stock category is weapons, which doesn't totally work for my thesis, so I'd leave it out. On the one hand, these stocks have tended to do better than average during recessions, maybe because there is more military activity in leaner times as countries fight over land and resources. But weapon systems are not consumer items and not comfort items, and that's the effect we're going for. It could be that peace breaks out in the next recession, but it is less likely that people will cut out the comfort of beer, cigs, and relationships. They'll eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to be sure, but the growth is likely to be found in the more thrilling parts of a mainly dull consumer sector. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also, feel free to contact me at gil at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.